Good morning, everyone. The Mary Griffith Show is underway at 920 on a Friday, March 3rd. Uh, the first Friday of the month means the library ladies are here. And, of course, the Mary Griffith Show brought to you each and every morning by Refreshment Services Pepsi Harvest Ridge Coffee. Amanda Griesbaum, welcome back to the WTAD microphone. Yes, thank you. It's been a minute since I've been here. It has been. And so we are looking forward to everything that's happening in the library now. Next week, kids are on spring break. And believe it or not, by about Wednesday, they may become bored. And there's lots of things to do at the library. The other thing moms can do as a preemptive strike is take them to the library and get all kinds of books so that when they're bored and driving you crazy, uh, they'll have plenty of books at mom's house or grandma's house or wherever they're staying over spring break because sometimes parents have to work and the children have to entertain themselves and what better way than through their imagination i know i'm like right can't we all get a spring break <laughs> well you i take some time to sit down and read uh, my <laughs> husband gets to take spring break but oh. we won't go there we won't go there government no, yeah. workers government workers oh. what can we do with them all I so know. let's talk a little bit about what's going on at the library i'll let you oh yeah in whatever whatever format you want oh yeah no cool no we'll just cover kind of what we got going on um especially for spring break next week of course we have all our usual stuff all the books you can come in and get come and get your dvds your blu-rays even some video games that you might want to play on the that week that you have off um or come and snag some stuff stuff from our library of things so puzzles building kits coding games so some little extra if your kids Maybe you're a little tired of their presents that they got over Christmas. We have some things there that they can try out that are pretty new. But aside from the stuff that you can come check out and see at the library, um, we have our normal things going on. So Mondays we have our movies at 1 and 5 p.m. So next week's movie is going to be Marry Me. I think I know. I think I've seen this one. It's set in Ireland, isn't it? Yes. The the scenery alone is worth seeing. We got to see some green somewhere. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> this is a really really good movie. Uh, it's got some depth to it. It does. It is it's a not good just one. a typical romance where, you know, boy meets girl. I mean, yeah. it's not a hallmark platitude. No. Yeah. Marry me. And that is one o'clock and five o'clock on Monday. That is fantastic. Yeah, so for the free, scenery of Ireland is great. Yeah, it's absolutely free. Do you have your soda pop and popcorn back yet? We don't have that back yet. Um, we have started with popcorn. I'll say we can you bring your own drinks. Um, oh, so you do have popcorn. We do have popcorn back. So we partnered with the Oakley Lindsay Center to have them provide popcorn for us. And so it's there. You come grab your bags. You can you can make a donation. Um, and it's it's a pretty, pretty cool thing. I've got to have my popcorn. I know. I'm glad to hear it's back. I know. We're, Amanda, you, you're getting points. I'm making little stars on your chart, okay? I love it. Okay. So we're working on those kind of things. But so one bring of five your own free. Oh, yeah, bring, bring your own, own drinks. Drink. And you know what? If there is a snack that you want to bring, maybe popcorn is not your thing, um, feel free to bring a nice snack for yourself and just come hang out with us. Okay. That sounds good. Now, that night at 6, you kick off the Luck of the Irish Puppet Show 2 in the Children's Puppet Theater. And uh, that'll be a, a theme that will carry on. You'll do it again at uh, on Friday and uh, next Saturday as well, a week from Saturday. So those are always wonderful, the puppet shows. They are so much fun. And um, our luck of the Irish one, our leprechaun went back to Ireland. So he's going to be hanging out there, and we're not going to have that puppet show yet. He got recalled for some work. Are you kidding me? No. It was last minute, and we couldn't have it. He's like, 
guys. So we've got to catch another leprechaun. We do. But you can come make a leprechaun trap um, at, <laughs> on Thursday. So you can hopefully, like, catch it um, with our, our STEM program. So, like... Help catch our leprechaun. Um, okay. It'll be great, but it'll be it'll be fun. We have all our story times Tuesday, Wednesday, well, I'm Thursday. Cross this out because we don't know that we'll have the leprechaun caught yet. Right? I know we got to okay. catch him. I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna cross this out. I'm just making sure we don't get the kids all excited. No, you're just fine. We got all sorts of stuff going on though. I'll tell you what, my husband dresses up like a leprechaun. Ooh, can he come and entertain? I'll tell him that I volunteered him. Um, please He's and thank you. Next week for spring break. Oh, well, look so at that. We can put him to work. Noon evening shows. Yes, um, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's listening right now, going shut up. Okay. We're going to get you. Uh, you've got a lot of great things going on next week. Growing a medicinal herb garden at yeah. 530. That's something really for adults and for teenagers probably. Yeah, it's really cool. We're focusing a lot on kind of sustained success. So things, little things that you can do to help yourself. And one of those really cool things is learning how plants can help you and doing it in small ways. And having your small container gardens, your small medicinal herb gardens. So, you know, maybe growing your own chamomile, um, having aloe handy, those types of things. Because we get ready for spring. We're ready for spring. (laughs) We will set you up for it. And, of course, this Saturday, 10 to 1, is the seed swap day tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you have more than you need uh, from your garden and you want to, especially those, um, what's what's the word uh, for old-fashioned? Oh, Oh, heirloom. Heirloom. Yes, heirloom varieties. We love them. So if you've got some of those to share, the Quincy Library has a way for you to share them tomorrow morning from 10 until 1. And again, every Monday there's a movie. The first on the 6th, it's Marry Me. On the 13th, it's the uh, On the Basis of Sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. but well. And then uh, The, the Hate You Give on the 20th. And then on the 27th, His Girl Friday. The old one? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I know people love those old nostalgic yes. movies. We love throwing those in. Okay. Lots of history. You just went through Black History Month. Mm-hmm. We're into Women's History Month. Lots of great things happening at the library. Lots of research uh, books, uh, things to expand people's minds. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's what's on tap at the library, Amanda. Yeah. So for Women's History Month, we're really taking our programming to feature women here in Quincy and their talents. So a lot of the programs that we have going on this month, like growing a medicinal herb garden, um, well, our, our macrame class, um, our one on influential women of women in Quincy history are all being led by women here showing off their talents and how they contribute to our community. And one thing that we're doing the entire month of March is a menstrual hygiene drive. So people can bring in any items related to menstrual hygiene, so sanitary napkins, pads, tampons, um, discs, menstrual discs, menstrual cups, um, sanitary wipes, as long as we're new and in package. So we can donate those to different groups around town, like the high schools and middle schools and YWCA and Bella E's um, and several other organizations. So we can keep everyone healthy, safe, and comfortable as they learn, as they work, as they discover, so those women can continue to make history. I mean, they're not covered by food stamps. No. There's, they're not covered by any kind of program. We have the same problem with diapers. We have yep. diaper drives. So menstrual hygiene drives, so if there's uh, unopened, you know, still in the package, still in the plastic, you can drop those into bins at the Quincy Public Library, and they will be distributed to the places where that need is there and where they know how to meet that need. So hats off to you guys for doing that. Yeah, thanks. Our programmers are pretty awesome with knowing how to serve our community best. <laughs> and then uh, some of these play away social media posts and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, tell, us, tell us about play away. So I am so excited about these. 
So playaways are audiobooks, but they don't require data access. They don't require a CD player. They don't require Bluetooth or anything like that. All you do is you come in. We can show you where they are on the shelf. They're a nice little box, almost looks like an MP3 player or a large flash drive. You plug some headphones in and you hit play. So if you're someone who's like, I don't want to use my phone or data, or you don't have data um, or internet access, we're really trying to lower that barrier to access and really make audiobooks accessible to people. So maybe you're like, I don't want to, my car doesn't have a CD player anymore, but I'm not want to mess with apps on my phone. I just want to hit play and listen. You can do that. You don't want to hand your kids a phone or a tablet and get distracted by other things that are on their phone. You can hand them just this box that hits play and pause and rewind and not have to worry about any of that extra screen um, there in the face. And they're a great, they're a great product. They come with extra batteries that way in case it dies so you don't have to worry about plugging it in or charging it as you go. And we have lots of great story options. So it's a nice, that nice in-between. So you have to provide your own headphones. You do, but we also sell headphones for a dollar at the library if you want a pair. Okay, so pick up a pair of headphones cheap or use your own headphones. Yep. But this is basically an audio book in a box. Yeah. Uh, all you need is to he- your own headphones or buy a pair for a buck, and you get to keep them. I mean, yeah, you do. Yeah. They're your headphones. And so you just plug them in, and how many different titles do you have? Do you oh, have any gosh. idea? I think we're, we're starting them up again, and I think we have about 20, 25 titles, um, and a lot of the really popular ones. So um, Stephen King's Fairy Tale is one of the ones that we have, and that book's been hard for us to keep on the shelf, so if you want to give it a listen, um, that one is hanging out on there. What are some other good so ones like we have? New ones. So yeah, like new ones. They're yeah. all new. They're the new books. I mean, they're we've, the new ones. Yeah, so, we've invested in new books for the, for the playaways. You know, there's part of me that says, darn nation, we should sit down and read a book, but then the other part of me says, Mary, when was the last time you had time to do that? And right? It's hard. You know, uh, maybe Sunday afternoon now that the you know, football's over or yeah. something like that, but... This is a great thing uh, if you're going to be traveling on a trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times you mentioned, you know, new vehicles don't have a CD player in them. I don't know why. Well, I know why. But, I mean, so if you have books on tape, you can't use those in your new car. So this is a great way for you. And like you said, you're maybe roaming on your data. You don't want to run up your data minutes on your phone. So just get down to the library. Check it out. Just like anything else you check out from the library, you have to return it in good condition. But... You can listen to 25. Right now, they've got 25 different titles. I'm sure they'll be adding them more and more all oh my the time. Gosh, yes. No, they're, they're amazing. And we have them for children as well. Fantastic. Okay, so before we go, yes. anything else for the good of the cause? Oh, all the things, right? I mean, just remember next week, folks, there's lots of stuff going on at the library. There's Legos. There's, you know, uh, all kinds of great things going on. So if your kids are bored, take them to the library and let them just read books yeah i mean it's we love to have you come hang out with us and i always love to say as a a parent of young kids um, and someone who taught and now works in the library it's okay to make noise when there's noise in the library when we hear kids in there when we see them run across to the puzzle table um we know the library is alive so don't ever feel bad or trying to shush your kids. I won't shush them. I'll most likely talk to them about what their favorite book is. we could use their indoor voice. Yes, we always <laughs> encourage the indoor voice for everyone. Sometimes I don't and use mine. And if you see Miss Pinky reading a magazine quietly in her chair, don't be noisy around her. 
because this Amanda may be nice, but I'll be like, shut up, you little brat. You're in the library. Oh, no, I would never do that. Yeah, Amanda, I'm... thank you so very much. Give our best to Victoria. Oh, I will. She had a little sore throat problem I'll this morning. Didn't feel like she could, <laughs> she could make through, muddle through, so we'll... We'll be happy to uh, to let you go, get back, take care. We'll put all this stuff on our community calendar. Coming up next, talking about the Salvation Army, all its great programs, including one of its biggest fundraisers, Unmasking the Singer. We'll be back. We're back, Talk Radio 930 WTAD. It is 935, and we have got Chad Douglas here from the Croc Center. And before we get into uh, Unmasking the Singer, I was asked to promote the multi-sports camp <laughs> great. next week great and you're a father of two and I you am. know when they're little bitty like that grades k through two they don't know if they want to play basketball or volleyball or soccer mm-hmm. or pickleball mm-hmm. or whatever they want to do because they're too little to do really anything well right or decide for or themselves. decide so yeah. they just want to practice all these things yeah and you know Let's face it, when you're kindergarten to second grade, you're not going to be dunking and you're not going to be spiking. So it doesn't really matter. Just let get the ball in their hand and let them play. So basketball, volleyball, soccer, and pickleball, mm-hmm. plus others, will be explored next week when there is no school. Right, so spring break. It's a great way for your kids to be involved in a class uh, Monday through Thursday from 9 to 10. And maybe mom and pop could do something at the crock while their little ones are doing that. <laughs> but if you want to be involved in that, do sign up today because, you know, they they want to know how many kids are coming. Well, right. And space is limited because, you know, even though the crock center is a nice facility, that there is just a certain amount of room we can have, even though we've got a big, beautiful gym. But just from a parent standpoint, we, my wife and I were very much in the camp of let's try everything and then let's start weeding out. And so how nice to go to one place and throw them into everything and then they can kind of start weeding out or at least go, you know what, I kind of like basketball. Maybe I can I can join a league next year. And then a couple of years, like, eh, not my thing. Let's try something else. But just yeah, giving it to them. Because weeding out, if it takes eight weeks to weed out, then right. you've got, you know, eight weeks of baseball and eight weeks of basketball. You know, but I will tell you, it yeah. doesn't take eight weeks to weed out. Sometimes it's one or two. And you're like, well, right. you've got to And then you're like, season. okay, now you've signed up for this thing and you don't want to do it. So, right. I mean, the most important thing is to encourage them to be active and physical at that age. Right. Uh, they, are cha- they, they may change and mm-hmm. they may, you know, want to do something else as they get older. But this is a wonderful way for them to meet kids their own age, mm-hmm. learn about team sportsmanship. One thing I just loved yesterday when I was watching the um, Quincy Notre Dame and Breeze Modern Day yeah. game. I didn't like the outcome, but yeah. I did like the sportsmanship mm-hmm. displayed on both sides, especially Breeze Modern Day. I always say if you're bold enough to put a Christian cross on your uniform, you better act like Jesus. I mean, you don't want to get up. You don't want to be acting like a thug right. when you're repre- it's, it, you, you can't help but your school's name Notre Dame. But if you put a, if you wear a cross on your shirt on your yeah. uniform, you better act like you're representing the cause. There so. was a, a clip on TV yesterday morning on, on uh, Good Morning America, and it was a, a softball game, and the the girl hit a grand slam and ran to first and hurt herself, and she couldn't run. And so the rule was your players can't help you. So the opposite team held her up, hoisted her, and ran around and made sure she had every base so she could get her grand slam. And I'm like, that's, that is what I love about sports. I mean, if you know me, you know I'm not an athletic type person, but I like sports in the fact that you, you, you learn to lose, which is good, um, but you also build teamwork and you learn how to work well with others because as you become an adult, you might not still play basketball, but you're going to work with a team of people and, and you're going to know 
how to do that well. And I said that this morning. I said those young ladies that lost, I mean, they're defending state champions. They lose. Now they have to go collect themselves and come back and try for the third place trophy, which they won. And Mm -hmm. that kind of character, you know, obviously – Probably if you're six foot five, like that one chick from modern day, they're going to say, did you play basketball in high school? But for some of these people, they will drift into adulthood and nobody Mm -hmm. will, they won't, oh, were you a high school basketball standout? But they'll know their character. Right. So the Croc Center, Croc Tots Multi-Sports Camp, they do have openings. Mm -hmm. Uh, They called me and said, please promote this, Mary. So they do have openings. It's next week. Monday through Thursday from 9 to 10, a nice brief little thing for young kids to learn about basketball, volleyball, soccer, and Pickleball, which if they don't change the name for it, I'm never going to promote anymore because that's the stupidest name in the world, Pickleball. <laughs> I think you might lose that argument. I know. <laughs> it's very popular. So we're going to talk about um, Unmasking the Singer. Okay. Then we have to take a break. But Chad Douglas is here from the Salvation Army, and this was a genius idea three years ago. You had a genius idea to have this big mass singer contest mm-hmm. like they have on TV, and then COVID hit. Yeah. But you went ahead and had it we anyway. Did. We did. And uh, it was, you know, virtual, but it's a way to raise money. But now that it's back in person, it is so much fun. So talk about the premise of Unmasking the Singer. So the show on Fox called The Mass Singer, which just launched a new season about three or four weeks ago. Weeks ago. It's on Wednesday nights at 7, and uh, it's one of my favorites, and the premise of that show is they get celebrities and they dress them up in elaborate mascot costumes and they sing. And it's a, comp- a singing competition. You find out who's behind the mask that gives you clues. So we've adapted that from the Hollywood stage to the Quincy Hannibal stage. And we have folks here and they are really singing. That's their voice that you're hearing. So it's not a lip sync contest. And they're in mascots. We give you clues and we have you vote. It's a dollar a vote because this is a fundraiser. And so once they perform, you can vote. And we've got a live tally board to see who's in the lead. After round one, we'll unmask a handful of them and then uh, move on to round two. And then eventually we crown a champion. And then we give the contestants a week to raise money online because nobody knows who they are leading up to. And we tell them, like, please don't even tell your family, your coworkers until it gets close and then it's like all right you know they might want to come see you perform um but they can't actively fundraise until after the event so we give them a week and then we crown a top fundraiser it's trying like trying to uh, hold a surprise birthday party by telling your whole family oh, we're going to the movies that night you know let's all <laughs> gather down at the, what the atrium or right what, atrium yeah, yeah. third yep yeah so when i did it the year i did it, it was virtual so it was easy to keep a secret because mm-hmm. i just went during the day right it was all videotaped um, and I didn't tell my husband or anybody because I didn't have to say, Ooh. honey, we're going to this. Right. Or why am I gone? Why right. am I missing? You know, or whatever. So it's really grown mm-hmm. and you've raised more and more money exponentially. And obviously, uh, you've already set the field for this year. But if there are people out there who are interested in doing this, uh, believe it or not, uh, some people you have to beg to do it, I'm mm-hmm. sure, but other people would be perfectly willing to do it. So it is the kind of thing that if you'd like to kind of play a practical joke on all your friends and be Mr. Potato Head or something, yeah. you know, you can do it. Well, and it's fun because nobody knows who you are. So you can let loose and perform what, you know, however you want. But yeah, if you are interested in uh, for next year, because we do, we start planning this in like September because Salvation Army, we get real busy about uh, mid-November through the end of the year. So it's one of the first things I say to contestants once they sign on is like, great, thank you. You will not hear from me until January. Nothing against you. Just busy doing other things, but want to get you guys locked in before the first of the year. And then after the first of the year, we start 
really planning it. Okay. Well, uh, last night or two nights ago, whatever it was, the California roll was just absolutely okay, so five I have, pieces of sushi. Yes, and I haven't finished it, so no spoilers. Oh, well, okay. Because I, yeah, I, okay. I, I started watching. I missed the, I was busy, so I, I'm watching on Hulu. Okay. And I watched up till one got unmasked. But I just thought that the California roll with five pieces of sushi was a fabulous yeah. costume. Yeah. We've got to take a break. Good morning, everyone. The Mary Griffith Show rolls on. Chad Douglas from the Salvation Army is my guest today. We're talking about unmasking the singer. Yes, they've avoided the copyright problem by calling it unmasking the Mm -hmm. singer. You know, I don't even think those people would have a problem because it's for such a good cause, the Salvation Army. Now, you can't tell us who is underneath the masks, but can you give us any idea of what kind of costuming we might see this year because I mean some. you know some people root for the kumquat or sure. whatever you know <laughs> we do not have a kumquat we do not have a kumquat okay it gives me an idea for 2024 um, we have a few and I haven't secured all of them yet but we've had such great support from local schools from local businesses that uh, put their mascot on stage and and let him perform so I can tell you for sure we have the Hannibal Pirate back again this year and I tried to shake them up so we had the year you did it the first year we had several you were the firefighter I was the firefighter last, God, that costume was hot they're all hot last year we had several as well and this year I'm going to try to pick some different ones but we have a donut um, we have a snowman wait a minute so somebody has a hole in their middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> donut. Okay. Yeah, it's well, jelly filled. Oh, so, okay. So okay. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. So they've got a squishy tummy. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, let's see what else. The pirate I mentions. The donut. Um, the donut. The snowman. A snowman. Yeah, we, that was donated to us from the Quincy Public Library. So thanks Do to you them. Want to build a snowman? We might. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. The other thing is you got to find costumes that fit all the different people. Some people are very tall. Some people are very small. Some yes. people are very petite. Some people are not so petite. Right. And so that's that's the matter. So of, sometimes you don't get to pick your uniform. It's like this is the one that will fit you. Get this in is it. The one that goes. And some of them don't move as much as others. And some of them. Uh, we have a cow. I forgot about that one. And we also have a couple of sponsors. We have a sponsorship level that if you uh, sponsor and partner with us at a certain level, if you have a mascot, it can be in. So. Quincy Medical Group's Boo Boo the Band-Aid is in with us. Was it Boo Boo that fell off the stage? And Boo Boo won last year. It's Boo-Boo the reigning champ. Boo won. Yeah. But now it will be a different person inside Boo Boo. Will it? Will it? I don't know. We don't know. You'll have to come see. But last year, Boo Boo fell off mm-hmm. the stage, but rebounded so quickly that yep. some people thought it was part of the gig. Yes, exactly. So I guess if you're dressed as a Band-Aid, <laughs> you can't be hurt. I you guess know? so. Yeah, I, I guess, guess so. So we know that Boo Boo's very uh, soft inside, so if you fall, it's got a little cushion, a little built-in <laughs> airbag. We also have First Midbank and Trust has, uh, I think, one of the best names for a mascot. It's a, it's a pig, and it's named Philip the Pig. Because it's like yeah, a piggy like bank, you fill, fill up pig. the pig. Yeah. yeah, so they're back this year. Okay, great. So these are these are different mascots from different businesses, different schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine if this goes on, some people will even start creating their own costumes because they'll want to be even more elaborate, maybe. Sure, and we've we've sort of opened that up to the contestants. You know, if someone will ask, "Do I have to supply my own?" I'm like, "Well, you can, but you don't have to. One will be supplied for you." But all you have to do is to get inspiration is watch the mass singer i mean they've had some really so we have some people do not move as well right other people are very limber mm-hmm. so you should definitely do the one that highlights your talents sure you know i mean 
Dick, you, Dick Van Dyke. Was, yeah. Yeah, you already know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah they they rolled him out as the gnome. They rolled him yeah. out as the gnome. You know, I mean, the guy is still pretty spry at 98. Not, yeah. But, you know, he could probably sing better than he can dance and juggle. Sure. So, anyway, it was a lot of fun the year I did it. I really, really enjoyed it. The only thing that was funny, I I sang this song. I, I, I made up my own song. Mm-hmm. So it was me. And people are like, well, we know that's you immediately. I said, you can tell that's me immediately singing? But that's, you can hear me talk, but yeah. you can hear me sing. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people, when they were, they mm-hmm. said, oh, we knew that was you right away. Yeah. And that's some of the fun, too. Last year at the live event, you were there. Uh, some people were <laughs> figure out who Some people were guessing, um, and our first, <laughs> our first contestant was Anthony Oliver, and he was the Hannibal Pirate, and one of our panelists was now Police Chief Adam Gates. And of course, they've known each other for years through emergency services, and sure. he's like, I know exactly who that is, <laughs> yeah. just because they knew each other. But other people didn't, and we had some people yelling out one contestant when that contestant was in the show, but that wasn't in that costume. Does yeah. that make sense? And they're like, that's Alex Guinness. And I was like, mm, Alex we'll is in it, but he's not. Gotta pay he's money. Not Gotta pay that. money yeah. to find out. Yeah. So let's talk about getting tickets for this, because if I remember last year, you were sold out or almost sold it out. It was very close, and we were so happy last year because it was a first-time in-person event. So uh, we sold, um, didn't quite sell out, but we came very, very close. This year, we're hoping to sell out. Tickets are $65 a piece. That's what they were last year. We did not raise the price, even though everything else has gone up, right? And you can buy a table of eight for $500. So there's a little discount there if you want to get a group of friends together or the business, your associates, to, to come to this. It is Friday, April 28th at the atrium on 3rd. And the uh, doors are going to kind of open at 530 for a little happy hour. And then doors will open for dinner at 6 o'clock. And the show starts around 7. There are eight acts that will be performing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the way that you raise money is you vote that night for the acts that you think are the best. And then a week le- for the next week, uh, after they unveil everybody, you can vote and support, you know, a person who did this for the Salvation Army. Because, again, you know, um, the great thing about it is, you know, you are trying to solicit and help the Salvation Army. It is a fundraiser, yeah. after all. So It's almost a fundraiser to... without the D, right? It really is. Um <laughs> Last year, something happened that was not scripted. Well, you guys knew it was going to happen, but the audience didn't know it was going to happen. Will there be surprises like that this year? Of course there will be surprises. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that, last... was, that brought the house down. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to say it because you could do it again. It's I mean, fine. You know. Yeah, well, and it's, it was a dance-off. It was um, a dance-off between the YMCA mascot yes. and the Salvation Army the mascot, mascot. The Croc Center mascot. The Croc Center mascot. And, of course, you would think that because they both are sports and recreation right. child that they'd be competitors so it started out kind of like throwdown, yeah. kind of rough you know but then why can't we be friends right and everybody was just cheering and clapping that really brought the house yeah. down it was fun it really did it was a lot of a lot and of the y was very excited when we asked because i was like let's at least ask and see but we've yeah. worked together on many oh, things sure. in the past so they were like all about it like yeah let's do this that so. was so cool when he came in i mean because the, cro- <laughs> the crocodile's up there you know and all of a sudden the, the YMCA the y, yeah. guy comes in. It was just so cute. So it's a lot of fun. It's $65. The meal's fabulous. Mm-hmm. It's, JJ's catering. JJ's mm-hmm. catering. Uh, it's just a fun night. Bring extra cash because you are expected to vote. Sure. And we, I mean, we'll take anything. We do have <laughs> kettles assigned to each of the contestants. So there'll be eight kettles in the back. And if you want to put cash or checks in there, you can. We'll take credit card, um, Venmo, PayPal, if you got crypto, we'll figure out what to do with that. But <laughs> we'll take any kind of money. Um, I have to tell you, I was just at a charity event Saturday night, and um, 
it was to help. Part of it was to benefit the Children's Museum, which mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. all on board. Yeah. I love that. Well, um, they gave, you know, they had a fairly high-priced live auction, and, you know, that was out of my range. Sure. So after it was over, though, Leon Obert was the auctioneer's great, and he said, you know, there may be people who have money in their pocket that they were willing to give. But now they've lost their chance because they didn't win anything. Would anybody like to give $100? Just raise your paddle, you know. So some people gave $100, and Leon said, would anybody like to give $50? And some people raised their paddle, and Leon goes, would anybody like to give $25? Well, I hadn't even bought a paddle or hadn't even got a paddle <laughs> for the auction because I knew I wasn't going to spend yeah. 1000 or $2,000 right. for this stuff, you know. It was worth it, but I wasn't going to spend it. So I said, I'll give money. Will you just take money? And Leon goes, sure, we'll take money. So I get my purse out. and Everybody's looking at me now. I get my purse out. I get out my wallet. I have $1 (laughs) to my name. I have a dollar to my name. Of course, it's my husband go, I'll take care of that, honey. I said, will you take a check? And they're like, yes, we'll take a check. We'll take anything that's So embarrassing to only have $1 to my name. So bring your checkbook, bring your credit card, bring bring more than a dollar yeah. when you come to Masking the Singer. Yeah. A dollar vote, but if you want to vote <laughs> twenty times for that contestant, right. it's twenty bucks. You need to you need to bring more. It is uh, uh, Friday, February twenty eighth. Tickets are sixty five dollars. They do expect a sellout. Table of eight, you get a discount for only five hundred dollars. Wonderful dinner, cash bar, a great night. You have no idea who these people are. You think you might know who some of them are, but you have no idea. And that's the other thing. Some of them you say, oh, well, yeah, they're a natural entertainer. That would be mm-hmm. something I would expect. Other people are just like, you know, the postman or the or the banker or, right. you know, somebody that, like, you're kidding me. But all they have to do is have a love for the Salvation Army and be willing to put themselves out there right. a little bit. Right, yeah. and we, we target this fundraiser toward homelessness, and it's kind of going, we're going to unmask the problem that's in Quincy and Hannibal. And you might not visibly see it, but it's here, and it's gotten worse in both Hannibal and Quincy. In fact, our shelter is at 14 is what we can house, and as of late, we've been like 25, 29 folks. We've got cots set up just because we're not in the turn people away business. We're mm-hmm. here to help. So um, we will do that here. In Hannibal, there's no shelter, so we will get them a hotel or motel for a few days just to kind of get them off the streets and uh, really help out. And I also want to point out, too, that this is benefiting Quincy and Hannibal. There are two different budgets, so when you donate on one side of the river, say in Missouri, your money stays there to help those folks. In Quincy or Illinois, it donates that. So we have contestants from Missouri, and whatever money they raise will stay on the Hannibal side of things, and we have some from the Illinois side, and so that money will stay here. So we invite folks from both sides of the river because it benefits everybody. I'm surprised a little bit that homelessness is increasing I would think that now that things are getting back to, quote, normal, whatever that is, after COVID, that more people would be able to support themselves. But we all know there's a housing crisis. There's a housing crisis, and inflation has crippled a lot of people. Um, Utility bills, and that's the thing. We do that as well. A lot of people don't understand everything the Salvation Army does, but we'll help you pay your utility uh, bills. We'll help you pay your rent so you don't become homeless. The problem therein goes sometimes people wait too long because they're, they're too afraid to ask for help. So... If you're in trouble, call us now. We'll get you help so it doesn't just snowball into, you know, homelessness is obviously a worst-case scenario. But homelessness also, Mary, is just people who don't have a physical place to stay. You might be camping out on a friend's couch or a family member's couch. That's considered homelessness because eventually you're, you're... might overstay your welcome. Well, it's really bad for people with children because let's yeah. say they're camping on my couch. I'm in the Isles School District, so my kid goes to Isles for a month. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? I camp at my friend's house. They're in the Denman School District. Now, you know, the kid's got to go to Denman. Uh, it's, it's, 
it's not good. Right. Children that are sleeping in a car, uh, it's not the worst thing. If they're with loving people that are caring for them the best they can, it's not the worst thing in the world. They're not wet. Right. But it's not good at all. No. So we need to get people, especially people with families, into a stable housing. It's the best for everyone around. And one of the ways you can help is by donating to the Salvation Army any time of the year. Sure. They do the most good with the money. And also, uh, just have a great night. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, $65, a table of eight for 500 And uh, April 28th, mark your calendar at the atrium. Eight masked singers will be performing. Votes will be tallied, and we'll know by the end of the night who the all they are. And yes. then we'll know at the end of the week after that who raised who the raised most, most money. money. It was the Grand Poobah. Yes. Tickets, by the way, on uh, SalvationArmyQuincy.org. You can buy them online. Um, if you're not an online person, you can come in and ask for Tina Lewis. Um, our office is at the Croc Center, and she will gladly set you up with your tickets and uh, or table. Okay. Chad Douglas, thank you very much for stopping by today. That does it for this week on the Mary Griffiths Show. But golly gee, we've got so much going on. Coming up Monday, John Simon, the director of our ambulance services here in Quincy, will be stopping by to tell us all about what's happening in the world of ambulance services. And, of course, we've got great Mary Griffith Show programs all week long. Uh, and culminating with the firefighters will be here on Friday next week. So stay tuned.